and welcome to Tea Time with Docs Josh, where we will sip the tea with our pinkies up and talk all things sophisticated. Bitch, please. <laughs> sophisticated, my ass, honey. You better get ready, because this tea's coming in hot. Why, hello, you beautiful people. It's your boy here, Talks Josh, and welcome to another episode of Tea Time with me. Oh, are you in for a treat today? Oh, love. <laughs> Butterflies, good feelings. Oh, we just love it. Isn't it the greatest thing ever? But isn't it the worst thing ever too sometimes? Oh, Lord. But we all know relationships are so vital in this life. We've got to have them. That's like oh, we're all striving for it, whether it's friendships, family, whatever. I mean, some of y'all may not want one and that's fine. Who knows? Sometimes you're better off without them. But all the great things about them, like, you know, just finding your person and like experience in life and the cuddles, not to mention the sex, honey, all the good things. But there's all the bad things, too. Like relationships take a lot of work. Oh, they are so much work. They are the, the biggest full time job you'll ever have. And they don't stop like like a real job does. You can't just clock out at five o'clock and go home. Like, no, it's 24-7, honey. You hold the clock. So we all know the bad things too. Like, you know, having to check in, pick up after people, and just like the arguments, the fights. Makeup sex is good, but not that good. Like the just have the heartbreak. Oh my God. Oh, just Whitney, honey, with that heartbreak hotel song. Come on through. It's just, oh, that is bad. So lo- when love is great, it is the greatest thing but when it is bad oh god it's the shittiest thing on the face of this planet and all you people that's been heartbroken before you know it so i'm going to just give you my two cents worth and the relationship bible according to josh here okay disclaimer i'm not a therapist and this is not a professional advice session this is, I want you to look at this session as like basically your gay best friend sitting your ass down and telling you how it is, sis. Okay? So that's what this is. I'm no professional. So if you got some shit going on in your relationship, maybe this will help you, but you might need some professional things. So anyways, so get ready for today's episode entitled Relationships 101, Part 1. All right. So here's Part 1. Of a three-part series. When I was first starting this, I was like, oh, I can do this an hour. No, ma'am. Nope, 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 nope. There's about six pillars, according to Josh here, on what a good relationship is. And we're going to talk about all the good things, but all the bad shit that also happens to that, too. And, like, how to fix that and what you need to do. Okay? So, part one is going to be fabulous. But you have to tune in. It's a three-part series that I'm here for. Oh, yes. Three weeks of tea on all the shit you want to talk about I'm here for. So, anyways. We are all born with the ability to love. Like, straight up, we are. But as I said before, it takes work. It takes work. It takes work. And then when just you, when you think you can take a break, it takes more work. And so we're all, we're, it's in our bodies. Like, it's in our, in our innate spirit. It is in us as human beings. We, ha- we all have the ability to love. Some of us do it better than others. Some need to learn what the fuck they're doing. But the first step to having a healthy relationship, in my opinion, is you got to be able to recognize the difference between unhealthy and healthy behaviors. But it doesn't stop there either. You got to recognize them. But if you don't do shit about the unhealthy behaviors, 
you know, like take action to change the unhealthy behaviors when you see it. Otherwise, you're just repeating history, you know, like, like Groundhog Day, like, like you basically expect and shit to change, but it never changes. How many of y'all out there are doing that right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, this one's for you, hunty. Okay. So it's all about recognizing unhealthy and healthy and doing something about it and choosing to make it healthy and not repeating history. Okay. So here's my talk on the key factors to a relationship and what will break them down faster than I do a pack of Skittles on a warm gay day in May, sweetheart. So we're going to unbox all this stuff. Okay. So here we go. And I go, oh, you're out there probably, oh, what's his number one? Oh my goodness. And you're probably out there. Oh, it's got to be communication. Oh, it's got to be trust. It's got to be this or that. Wow. I think I just said like more from Shit's Creek. It's got to be trust and welcome to tea time. Oh my God. I love her. I suck at that impression, but oh, she's babe. But no, you would all be wrong. It's actually none of that. And I think it's going to surprise you. Are you ready for it? Let's insert drum roll. It's more like a phone ring, but get the fuck over it. Uh, number one, the biggest pillar to a relationship is not to do with another person. Number one is you must love you first and foremost, honey. That is the most important relationship you are ever going to have. And sadly, a lot of us have pretty shitty relationships with ourselves. Not going to lie. I've been there. Sometimes I still struggle with it, but it is what it is. Like you cannot fully love another human being until you fully love yourself first. Think about that for a second. Just let that drop of tea sit in, okay? You cannot love another human being until you learn to love yourself first. Like, you must be a 100% complete human being on your own first so someone compliments your life and not completes it. Oh my God, that's like the worst saying that I ever hear. Like, oh, they complete me. Were you missing half of your body when you were born? Like, did you come out with no legs and like, you know, need another person as your legs? Did Were you missing your, your, your soul and they had to do it? No, that's not how that works. Like so many people think they got to find their other half to complete them. And it's absolute and utter bullshit. And I think that's why we have so many people with divorce rates and cheating. Okay. We're going to box this some. So just, just stick with me here. Okay. But you cannot love someone else unless you love yourself. You can love for sure, but you're never going to have that deep connection with somebody unless you can get to yourself and love you for all of you, who you are, your flaws, your assets, everything. You got to love every single bit of it. You also got to know your shit and you got to unbox your shit and you got to deal with your shit before you try with another human being. You know what I mean? Like you have to deal with you first and have and develop this, the most important relationship that you will ever have with yourself and love yourself, be able to look in the mirror and you got to be able to be like, you know what? I love you. You are beautiful. You are imperfectly perfect and you've got flaws and I love those. Like, and you know what? I don't need anybody because at the end of the day, I got you. And you've got my back where nobody has. And you got to be okay with like doing things. But you got to be okay with living the rest of your life by yourself. Because if you only had you, then that's enough. That's when you can truly love another human being. Okay? Like I always say, like the best way for you to love me is to love yourself first. 
Like, you know, that way, you know, I can continue to rise in love with you for who you are instead of falling in love with what you can do for me or your body or this, that, the other. No, like I want you, the best way for you to love me is to love yourself first. Because I know when you love yourself first, then there ain't going to be all this like insecurity bullshit and half the stuff that we have to deal with in a relationship. You know what I mean? Like, every, oh God, everything starts with like self. Everything starts with self. You have a healthy relationship with yourself and everything else just falls into place. There's not, no time for bullshit. There's no time for games. There's no time for toxic individuals. There's no time for excuses like that. Oh, well, I just didn't have time. Lord, honey, tell me that one more time. I'm, I'm going to literally box your clitoris in half, honey. I can't do it. There's no time for unhealthy habits and actions. Like you just don't put up with bullshit. And you want to know why? Because that, honey, is called self-respect. Okay? Like you just don't have time to deal with any of that stuff. Because suddenly, like when you love yourself so much and you're fine with being by yourself, like then suddenly like this, the, the stupid shit that you would normally put up with, suddenly it's like, nope, I ain't dealing with that because I love myself enough. I know that's not healthy for me. So you know what? Just not going to deal with that. You know, because it, it, you know what it is though. When you love yourself and respect yourself, you have this thing called boundaries, honey. God, that mental note. Do another podcast on boundaries. Yep, that's coming. Ooh, honey, I'm here for boundaries, Lord. But when you love and respect yourself, you have boundaries. And when you do that, you teach people how to love you. When you love yourself and you don't put up with all that stuff I just mentioned, you teach people how to love you. Now, you teach people how to love you, whether it's good or bad. You're in control over that. Like you teach people how to love you, whether it's good or bad, all in what you allow. Okay? Like, all these things of like, oh, well, he broke my heart. He was never there, blah, 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 all stuff. He was like, oh, he would always go out with his guy friends and always make excuses because you allowed that to happen. When you allow bullshit like that to happen in your life, you are teaching people that it is okay to treat you like that. And some of you out there, oh my God, like you just put up with it over and over and over and over again. Honey, I'm preaching to the choir. I am one of them. Like, I've done it. Like, I'm just like, what is this? It's like knowing the stove eye is hot and you keep touching it. Like, it's your own damn fault because you have allowed that behavior to happen and you have trained them in how to love you. <laughs> By saying like, you know what, sweetie, it's fine. You can run all over me all you want to. You know what? I haven't seen you in two weeks because of work, but you go ahead and hang out with your friends because I know they're important to you and I won't see you for another two more weeks and it's fine. Like my double D batteries died in my little rabbit over here and I'm really drowning and I'm super horny and I can't deal with it, but it's fine. And I'm eating my feelings and ice cream. I've made love to Briars and he's in the freezer and it's fine. It's totally fine because you love me. Like, that's what you're doing when you allow bullshit like that to happen. So, but if you fall in love with yourself and you get to the root of that, I'm t I love every single bit of it. Like, I'm saying like, like, and it's awkward. It is so awkward at first. Oh my God. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's weird. I just remember going like, like dinners by yourself or like, you know, going to the movie or going shopping by yourself. Like it's awkward at first because we don't know how to do that. We're always told from a birth that it's like, nope, you're going to grow up and like, oh, when you go get your little boyfriend, you know, little girlfriend here, whenever you do it, like whatever. Oh, it always reminds me when <laughs> my relatives are like, when I go home for Christmas, like when you, when you going to get you a girlfriend? I'm like, when they grow a dick, like, you know what I mean? Like, 
No, like I always say that and then they look at me like, oh, I'm going to throw a burning Bible at you. But, you know, it's it's awkward. I digress. It's awkward to love yourself and do things for yourself and like have me time. Like we're in this hustle bustle world where we always have to like, we have to have company. Like we can't just like go sit down and read a book. Some of, a lot of us, some of us can. And mad props to you. But like, it's awkward. Like we can't go to a restaurant and sit down and order whatever we want and enjoy it because we feel awkward. We're like, okay, people are watching me. Oh, I got to get on my phone and see like, oh, like, okay, cool. I'm just going to go have a dinner date and then you're on your phone the rest of the time. Like, because you're uncomfortable. Like vacation, all the, all solo vacations, like treat yourself. You know what I mean? Like it's, we grow up in a society where we're not told that. We're told like, you got to go to high school, find the love of your life, get married, have a kids, boom, and bam. And you have a job and that's it. That's like what we're trained to do. But we're not trained to love yourself first. We're not. We're just not. Like we, we, we it's an eight to like put others' feelings above our own. And, and it should be the exact opposite. You are the most important person that you're going to have the relationship with. And you put up with what you allow and you set the tone for what you allow in a relationship. And that all comes from the relationship with yourself first. So when you fix that, it is just, it's amazing what can happen and how it will shift your perspective on life and about on relationships and how suddenly I don't need a relationship to be happy. I don't need a relationship to be a complete human being. I'm already a complete human being. I'm already happy. I make my own happiness. I am enough. I am good enough for myself. You know, like it's amazing how that will shift for you. You, you just have to do it and not and because if you don't, God, if you don't fix your shit, then honey, that, I'm, I'm sorry, but that's just going to carry over into a relationship. Like if you don't work on yourself, well, you know, we all go through these things as kids. Some of us go through really traumatic events as a kid. Some of us don't. But we, even when there's good things, you can still develop like trauma issues. Trauma doesn't have to always be bad, bad, but like there's some stuff that like you, that happened that you, you, we all carry over into relationships. Like nobody has a perfect life. Okay. Like, let's just, let's just get that out there. So we all deal with shit. And if we don't, you know, fix that, like address it head on with our stuff, like it, you know, it's not a cutely Louis Vuitton bag that you're carrying over to a relationship, honey. It's, it's just, it's bad baggage. So like, and it happens with things like if you don't heal your childhood stuff and trauma, like your partner, sweetie, will become your parent. Like I'm just saying that they'll, they'll be more of a parent than a partner. Like, and not to mention what happens, like God, like we all looking out for sex, like you will find sexual chemistry with people that you can recreate your childhood dynamics, honey. That is called a trauma bond. That is a trauma bond right there. Like you, that's not healthy. That is not healthy at all. Like we really reach out and we find like things that fulfill like things that aren't fixed from a childhood. Like, in, like, and I've in researching and just reading and reading to try to self-improve myself. Like I've, that's something I never thought about. Like we seek out relationships in our adult life that kind of satisfy these childhood dynamics that we don't deal with. And they're going to be unhealthy relationships because it's like a traumatic bond. It's not a healthy bond with an individual. And then the, Oh God, like the random sex things, Lord child, let me just tell you this. Like this, mm, I'm a very energetic being. I believe in energies, honey. I love my crystals. I set them out in the moonlight to charge them. I'm a level one Reiki practitioner. Love it. I get Reiki myself and I love it because we are energetic beings. If you don't believe in energy, sweetie, then just take a little, place your little hand on your chest and feel that ticking thing inside of you. It's called your heart. 
and it runs on electrical impulse, which is what? Energy. So when you say that we're not electrical beings, we are, oh, have you ever touched a door handle and you got shocked? Yes, we are energetic beings. So energy is real. Like if you don't believe it, just, just check yourself. Okay. <clears throat> and that energy honey can be transferred. Okay. And what, it, when are we like very energetic honey? Like when I'm watching, well, it was 50 shades of gray, but like, okay, let, let, let I, I'm going to digress here. 50 shades of gray. Mm. Who's going to watch 50 shades of gray? It's going to be your women and your gay men. But then they were like, oh, we had to appeal to all audiences. And I'm like, all audiences, my ass. I was like, who's going to be watching this movie? You're going to have horny women whose husbands ain't doing it for them at home. And you have gay men that's showing up and be like, where's the dick? Like, you know, we have to see titties and badge all the time on the screen. But where's the dick? Where's the male frontal nudity? And they just didn't do it. I had to see her. But it's Fifty Shades of Grey. Like, I want to see Christian Grey, like, whip it out and beat the shit out of me with it. You know what I mean? Like... Didn't happen, but I just did watch this new one on Netflix. It's called 365 DNI or 365 Day. Oh, still didn't see it. You saw little peeks of it, but whoo, honey, that, that's what Fifty Shades of Grey should have been. So if you haven't watched that movie, whoo, go watch it before they take it off Netflix. I fan myself. I digress, but it's fine. So anyways, like we're, we, we become very energetic in the bedroom. We straight up, like I, when you orgasm, honey, that is straight up electric. You can feel that. Like if you've, if you've never had a woman, if you've never had an orgasm, females, I'm really, really sorry. Um, you need to forget your man or tell him what to do or go to this little store called Hustler or you can even do Amazon these days and find something they'll give you one and you'll see just how much of a release of an energy it is. But those that have had it, like you know that sex is very energetic, okay? And this random sex that you guys look for, we all do it, I've been there, done that, you know what I mean? Like we're human, sometimes we mess up and we got needs, here we are. But when you have this random sex, because you're trying to, you like, you think, oh, it's all fine, but you're trying to fulfill something, probably something like that you didn't heal, like, or deal with, you know what I mean? It's basically like taking, like, we're energetic beings, and it's basically every time you have sex with somebody, you are getting their energy. You are basically taking your little USB drive, and you are plugging it right into their computer, and you are downloading all of their shit, honey, all those files, whether it's good or bad, you getting it, because you are transferring energy. I mean, you are literally being penetrated, or you are the one being penetrated, and you are connecting with a human being, and that energy, honey, they're all their shit that they have done, you are getting it. All the good stuff, you're getting it too. You know, hopefully it's all good stuff. If it's not, then you want your money back. But but you're getting that. You're, it's like a USB drive. Like, like it, it, just think about that. Next time you like doing that random hookup, not only do you have to think about your STDs and all that bullshit, but I want you to think about like, hmm, what am I going to download? What is my USB drive going to be here? What What's my USB drive, USB drive or my port, <laughs> male or female? What am I about to get? What am I, what's about to be uploaded onto me from this person that I'm trying to seek something for? You know what I mean? Like, whoo, Lord. I, I, unresolved traumas too. Like, it's such a big thing. Like, I just re, like, read about it. It's like, it'll have, and this, this one, you know, it will have you confusing familiar behaviors as sexual attraction. Ooh, honey. Ooh, it will have you dating a guy that treats you like shit. Shit and all this stuff and the fact that he has really no intentions on everything for you at all and gets you all kinds of an emotion and then he texts you and you're like, yes, I'm back, sweetie, and boom, 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 boom. And all this stuff is sexual attraction. Like, that ain't sexual attraction. No, that's terrible. It's called, you need to fix your shit, deal with it, and move on. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God. 
It's just terrible. So if you think your past isn't affecting you right now, if you haven't dealt with it, sweetie, I got another thing coming for you. You need to call 1-800-GET-A-THERAPIST. That's not a real number. Or if it is, I didn't tell you because I've never checked that one. And you need to deal with it because at the end of the day, you are number one. You got to fix yourself. You got to focus on yourself. You got to love yourself. That And it's only fair to do that to the people that you choose you know, to allow, you know, close to you romantically in your life. Like, ooh, that's cute. I need to write that down as a quote for myself. Yeah, fix yourself, focus on yourself, love yourself. Like, that's the only, it's only fair to the people that you choose to do that. Because if you're a hot mess, honey, don't pull somebody else into that. Oh, no, that's not fair. You know what I mean? Like, no, 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 no. So once you do that, once you, you can, and it's hard, honey, it is hard, but once you do the work, you'll be amazed. Like I said, the new perspective that you, you that'll rise from that, you know, the self-love journey. It's hard, you know, like I, you know, I did mine, like, you know, when I separated from my partner of seven years, you know, th- uh, three years ago, like, you know, like I was like, you know what, I'm kissing, dating goodbye for a little bit. I'm gonna focus on me because I'd never done that before. And I went to dinner for the first time by myself. Like literally, like the, I mean, I've been to a drive-through and like ate in my car, but I'd never like dressed up and went to a dinner by myself, sat down at a restaurant and did it. I felt like a fish out of water. I was like, mm, yep. I felt like a gay man in a straight bar, sweetie. I was like, Ooh, this was so awkward. It was, it was terrible. And I was on my phone. I was like, oh, I'm just going to sit here. I'm doing this thing. And I was like, social media, social media, social media. Oh my God, save me. And because people are looking at me, blah, 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 stuff. And I was like, people don't really give a shit, Josh. You know, like, and once I got over that, like, I really enjoy eating alone. And that's something in, when I find a, a relationship in the future, I'm going to still do it. I'm gonna be like, no, nope, I'm taking myself out, sweetie. I'm taking, it's date night for me. I'm going to go to a movie. But watching a movie by itself is fabulous. You ain't got that annoying person to eat your popcorn beside of you. You know what I mean? Like eating out by yourself at a restaurant, like you can order whatever you want without judgment. You can eat and take your time. You ain't got to talk. You can listen to the conversations around you. You can take in the sights. You can enjoy your food because you're not like talking or feeling like you got to entertain or anything. Like you are just there for pure enjoyment and it is phenomenal. Solo trips. Oh my God. I remember the first one I took and it was so awkward. It was like my best friend's wedding and it was, I wasn't really alone. So it was pretty good, but like I went by myself. Like usually I would have a person with me and it was amazing. Oh my God. Like I, if I wanted to go walk on the beach, I went and walked on the beach. If I wanted to stay out until 4 a.m., that's what I did. If I wanted to do risky business, that's what I did. Like all the things, like, and I didn't have to check in with anybody. Like it was just me. Like, Usually you're surrounded by people, but this was phenomenal. I didn't have to check in with squat and it was so refreshing. It was so freeing to be like, this is what I want to do. If I want to lay in bed for an entire day on vacation, that's what I want to do. I just got back from Scottsdale. It's great. Went solo. This one was, I was, I couldn't wait for it. I was like, yes, get me away. I didn't want to be around people. I got like in my little, my little favorite place, Sanctuary in Scottsdale. Love you guys. Oh, Yes. And I had a blast. Like I had dinner and I didn't look at what other people were. So I actually talked to other people. Like I was just sitting there enjoying myself. And I felt, oh, I drink you guys. I was like, it was, it was amazing. So refreshing. But it was hard. It was really hard at first because we're so innate that we got to have another person there for our own happiness. No, go out and create your own happiness. And honey, if I've learned anything in creating my own happiness and getting to the root of who I am and loving myself, the boundaries that I have now 
Like, I don't allow bullshit at all, honey. My God. Wasn't perfect there for a little bit, but like now, honey, I am so boundaried up in a healthy way. And the thing is, boundaries are there to protect me and you. They're, 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 when you set boundaries for yourself, they're there to protect you, not them. Mm-mm. You, you want to piss somebody off? Set a boundary with somebody that's used to getting their way with you. Honey, they're going to get mad because you set a boundary with them. That is there to protect you. It's not about them. Like, no, like, you're not going to do this anymore. And they're like, oh, because they're used to getting away with it. Oh, it's the easiest way to piss somebody off. <laughs> it's really funny. But they're there for you and to protect you. And now, like, in just loving myself, I respect myself so much that I'm just like, when a person, you know, coming through and they're just like, oh, well, I just didn't. Ha- uh, okay. All right. Bye. Next. Like, you know, oh, well, you know, I meant to tell. Oh, okay. Nope. Bye. Next. Like this whole thing of, well, I, you know, I just don't like, well, okay, all right, bye, next. Mm. Like, I just don't have time for it. Like none of these excuses. Like I literally have no time. Like the games, like when the moment I see somebody like trying to, and they play, I'm like, mm, no, if you want to play a game, play Monopoly. My life ain't nothing you play a game with, bitch. You know what I mean? I can, it, well, the moment I see a toxic individual, I don't care how beautiful they are. I'm like, nope, you going to ruin my life next. You know what I mean? Like any type of, I just don't. I don't have time for it. I read another book um, called Attached and it really helped me like learn like the attachment theories. That could be a whole other podcast. Um, But like just knowing what's healthy for me and what's not and like recognizing it, the red flags and like setting a boundary to be like, "Uh uh-uh. When normally I'd be like, oh, he's really handsome. Here you go. Treat me however you want. Just take your clothes off and cuddle with me. You know, like, no, it's not healthy. I respect myself now enough to be like, "Uh uh-uh. Like, you don't get to send me a picture of your dick as a hello online and think you're going to get away with it, sweetie. That is not okay. That it's actually virtual harassment, and I'll turn your ass in for it. You know, that's not okay. Like, if I want it, I'll ask you for it. Then by all means, send it. You know what I mean? You may get lucky with mine. But no, ma'am. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Boundary. Because I respect myself and I know what's healthy for me and I know what's not. And it took some time and I'm not perfect at it still. But when you love yourself, honey, only then can you fully and truly love another human being. When you are complete, only then can somebody compliment your life and not complete. You don't need an individual to complete you. You must be 100% complete human being on your own and love yourself fully. Only then. When you complete step number one in my little pillars of relationships here, that's when you can move to step two. Oh, we're going to take a little tea sipper here. Mm. Mm. So the tea of the night is one from Lake Missoula Tea Company. Love that place out in Missoula, Montana. It's jasmine orange melange, honey. I think I'm saying that right. I'm from East Tennessee, forgive me. But it is a white and green tea. Roybus, oh, which I love. Jasmine, oh my God, one of my favorites. And orange peel. It is just like a little, it's like romance in a cup. Like I drank some earlier today and I was like, ooh, this is a good tea for tonight too. Even though it's got a little caffeine in it, it's fine. Um, It's just, oh, it's a sexy little tea. No, this is not a commercial, but hey, Lake Missoula Tea Company, you want an ad spot on my podcast? Here we go. Contact me. Because <laughs> that's one of my favorite places to get tea. I love it. So now on to pillar two in this fabulousness. And honey, that's a big one. It is my second big one. It's my first one whenever you really get in with a person, but your first one's got to be you. So number two, honey, is communication. 
oh my god it's it's like the most important thing ever <clears throat> everything resolve, revolves around communication like whether it's good or bad like communication will make or break a relationship like it's straight up will you either communicate well and you you can get through life just happy fine or you communicate like shit honey and you are doomed you got to learn to be a phenomenal communicator if you especially not only with yourself like the the what you tell yourself like the none of this toxic like oh you're fat blah, blah, blah. no would you say that to a friend like no, so don't it, don't say it to yourself. Like the communication you have with yourself is part of <clears throat> that journey too of like loving yourself and what you tell tell yourself. Once you look in the mirror and you you feel and believe, but communication relationship, mm, nope, that's going to make it break you. And what's funny is that we are great at communicating with the people that can't fix shit in a relationship, <laughs> and not with the one who really matters most. Like, honey, we can call up our best friend preferably a gay friend if you if you're a female and don't have a gay best friend honey you need one put an application out online honey there's plenty of us you know like and you just can bitch and moan and but oh my god like I'm, I'm telling you the things like lord he did it like just go flying off the handle and i will be there to listen and i'm like yes i am here for the tea spill it all over but like but yet i'm like okay you know what you need you need to communicate and then they never communicate with the person that can make change. i can't fix your relationship i'm not going to come in there and do that i'm not going to coach you guys in the bedroom i'm not going to be i'm not going to send it dinner time and be like all right you talk here's the stalking stick no i can't fix that but it's so easy to talk to me or your friend or your family member or anybody besides the person that actually involves ends up isn't that funny like why is that shouldn't that be like the easiest person to talk to like that's your person you know, like, why shouldn't that be your person to go and talk to? Like, <clears throat> you have chosen this one person out of, like, however many people on this planet. Like, that's your person. Why not go to them? Like, why not sit down with it? That should be so easy. Like, if, you're per if you can't communicate with your person, you got a question. Are they your person? Or why can't you communicate? Why are you not comfortable with this? It's hard. Conflict is hard. Like it really is. Communication is hard. It's hard shit. But you have to, like it doesn't matter what you say to your friend or your pastor or this or that or the other or your dog. Oh my God, those poor dogs. Dogs could talk. Oh my God. <gasps> that should be, oh my God, I think I've just gotten to the podcasting. Um, but like that, it like, it doesn't matter. It, what matters what you say to the person that can actually cause some change to make it better. But yet we just avoid that, you know? Like, and we think our person, like, it, you were just like, oh, especially you people that's been in a long relationship, we think our people, like, you're, they're excellent mind readers. Like, even though you've been with them for ages and all this stuff, you're just like, oh, they know. Like, sweetie, they still don't know unless you talk to them about it. They can't read your mind. People are not mind readers, but we expect them to be. Like, all these girls would be like, well, you, you should have known. Honey, don't put that expectation on a man, honey. He already is like, he struggles enough in relationships. Guys suck. We all know that. Like, but don't put, like, being a mind reader like sweetie like I, last time I checked this is not Cirque du Soleil and this is not a fairy tale novel like that I can't read a mind like it's you, you it's unrealistic stop it no like if they're like well you know where I'm at no I don't know where you're mad tell me like communicate like well you shouldn't know well I okay well communicate you know what I mean like I just don't understand that when they just be like, you know, uh, no, I didn't know because people didn't communicate that. Like you've got people are not mind readers. Like I literally can't with that. But it's uh, and it makes it hard. And no wonder it's hard. My God, look at like today's thing but with our phones and like 
the constant need for a device like and we're constantly connected and plugged in like it's even hard it was easy back in the day like straight up like you know what i mean but like here we are like you know with a social media oh god like god love it but you know i mean just go like when i was eating by myself look around a restaurant and just look at like people hanging out and like just most of the couples they're on their phone like they're constantly on their phone. I actually, I actually called out a couple one time. It was at Chick-fil-A of all things. I know, hate chicken, but this is before all that shit went down. Uh, that I put them on social media and like I th- literally I sat there for 30 minutes and they did not say a damn word to each other at all. Like, and they were just and the guy was looking up several times to like want a show or something and all this stuff. And she was just so buried in her phone. And it was so sad to see. So I took a picture of it and I put it on social media. Well, evidently, uh, some of my followers knew who these people were, and um, <laughs> she didn't like it so much. She was like, how dare you accuse me, blah, 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 And I just listened to her. I was like, here we are. But I was just like, well, sweetie, I said, I am very sorry. I get it. But I said, from the outsider's perspective, like, it sure did. Look, what you're saying, I was like, you didn't see the several times that your husband tried to talk to you. Like you didn't see that. Like he tried and like he looked so defeated because you were buried in your phone. And then he was sitting there trying to ha- conversate with you. And then he just gets on his phone because after a while he just stopped. Yeah, but oh, she didn't like it. She called me everywhere, but my name threatened everything. I was just like, all right, you do you boo. I was like, okay, I get it. But like at the same time, like you're triggered because I, I your ass got called out for it. Like that's why you triggered, honey. Like let's just call it how it is. You know what I mean? But still, you know, hey girl, hey, I've been spilling tea for years and didn't know it. <laughs> but it's hard for people to connect because we're so connected to our phones and social media. Like, I mean, for heaven's sakes, have you tried online? Oh, the online dating, I can't. Oh my god, it's terrible. Like these apps, sweet Jesus, they're good at first, you know, right? Like you, you like you swipe right and you're like. <gasps> matched this is great and they're like oh they're super cute and here's this and like they look great and they got their shit together and all this stuff and then you talk and everything's good and all this stuff and blah 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 and then like you know the talk and then you like go to like okay well this is going great let's meet up ghost <laughs> or like oh suddenly uh my 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 great 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 grandmother's grave needs to be sweeped off tonight now i forgot about it. like i'm like but look at this cop like i just don't understand like the, the conversation, like, it's like people are so afraid to, like, meet in person and actually have a true conversation. You can hide behind your screen and be however you want. But, like, whenever you meet up people, it's like phones and this day and age has, like, completely ruined that. You know, like, why are you even on these apps if you're not wanting to meet up with a person, an actual person? Are you just wanting to date your phone? Like, do you want to stick that in a private little place and have somebody call you all the time to get you off? Like, what, what the hell are you doing? Like, why are you on these apps? I don't get it. Like, shave that, save that shit for those hookup apps. Like, not these dating apps. Like, stop with that. I can't with that. Like, ugh, I can't. Literally can't. Or you finally get one or you meet up with people and they have zero clue how to connect. You're like sitting there. I would get more out of a conversation with two sloths trying to physically mate than I would some people. Like, I'm just like, oh my God. Like, you know, it's like, but they just don't know how. And no wonder it's hard to like communicate with the people because it's it even, you know, it's hard even in, in its right to communicate with your person because it's just, I don't know why, but it is like been there, done that. But it's even harder now because of all the, the phones and we're so disconnected from human connection that it's crazy. Like when I was growing up, sweetie, like my mom would lock me outside. And she'd be like, don't come home until it's dark outside. And I was like, okay, but I'm, I, but it's, it's 102 degrees. I don't care. Go. Like, that was it. Like, and we played outside. We made it work. Honey, I would go have a conversation with a rock. 
because I, was, I ran out of options. Like I would, I'd be like, okay, well, hey, Mr. Rock, how you doing? And I could, I, that's probably why I can talk my head off today. Like we'd play outside, like uh, we didn't have phones. You know, we didn't have those. It, it's crazy. God, this makes me sound so ancient, but we just didn't have them. Like we actually had to hand write a message or, or we, we didn't have cell phones. Or if I wanted to call, I had to call and be like, hey, let's come out and play street hockey. Like I was in a neighborhood full of kids and we'd go out and we'd connect and this, that, and the other. And like when we would go to dinner, there wasn't cell phones. And like we had to talk about, you know, real life shit like, hmm, oh, Sally kissed Greg on the, the, the playground today. Like, you know, that was the excitement. Like we were connected to each other and not a device or a charging cable. You know what I mean? So for me, it's really easy to talk and and all that stuff. And I just, I just can't like, I just, it's just, it's just so hard. And I just like, I don't get it. (sighs) But at the end of the day, communication is key and not communication with your friends or your mom or your best friend or whatever it is. The communication with a person that can, that it, it matters most and it can actually make a difference like in what's actually happening. They're not going to know how to treat you if you don't communicate that. They're not going to know how not to treat you if you don't communicate that. They're not going to know if they did something wrong and then you just get mad and they're left like, well, why are you mad? Remember, they're not mind readers. Like, you've got to communicate that stuff. Like, I just, like, uh uh-uh. uh, it is key to every single thing. You don't like it, communicate about it. You love it, honey, communicate about it. We're going to get into that next, honey. Like, like people like us out here sexually frustrated human beings because they, they end up, they, they're too afraid to communicate what they want, honey. Like, hmm, you know what I mean? But like, you've got to have open and honest communication with each other. That is, that is huge. Without that, honey, you are doomed to fail, like literally doomed to fail. And, and some of the, you all that have great communication skills or that you develop it and you learn, like, I just try to communicate, like, don't be afraid. Like, just be like, Hey, like when you do this, it makes me feel like this. Don't. And that's the thing about communication. Don't let it be point fingers communication. Like there's nothing like, I unasked for advice and all that stuff comes across criticism. Nobody wants to be attacked. But when you speak, it's my, my approach is always speak to, from I perspective. So like, like you, when you, you made me mad. No, sweetie, you made yourself mad. And I think that's a big thing with a communication breakdown is that people will be like, they blame others for how they feel. I'm like, no, sweetie, that's on you. So like, I try to speak from my behaviors when you do this, this, and this, or like whenever, <clears throat> like whenever, you know, we've had both long days at work, and we come home and you're on your phone for uh, the rest of the evening when we're trying to watch a movie or spend time together, it makes me feel this. You own your actions and you explain how it's making you feel. Not and Because that's on you. Like their actions is their actions, but it's making you feel a certain way. They're not making you feel a certain way. Their actions are, but you have to own that. And if you come at, a, at people from that, you're going to get so much more out of that. They're not going to feel attacked. And they're going to be more open to communicating with that. You know what I mean? Like when you do that, it makes me feel like maybe I'm not very important or that you've got some other things that are more important than spending time with me. You know, I just want to bring that to your attention. So maybe we can, you know, work on that. That is from a non-attacky place. And they are going to be more apt to be like, I am so sorry. You know, I didn't realize that I was just kind of, um, you know, on social media, just saying like whatever or whatever, you know, it is. But then they 
communicate, they should communicate back in an appropriate manner versus you attacking them and it turns into a fight. You know what I mean? Like, why are you fighting? Like, it's your person. Stop. Uh, makeup sex ain't that great. Well, I mean, it is, but you know what I mean? But like, stop it. Like, why do you want to fight with your person? Like, and I think a lot of fights just happen with communication breakdown. Like, and and they we turn to pointing fingers whenever you need to turn and point the finger at you first and on your behavior and your actions and your feelings. And then talking in, in an adult way with your person that shows it from a loving place. You know what I mean? So there's that little tea. God, that was some good stuff. Lord, I should charge for that. No. <laughs> but then there's also like the lack of communication. Oh my God. Like, <clears throat> especially when a new relationship or like you're starting to talk to somebody. Oh my God. There's nothing worse than they're like, boom, boom, boom. And then like, everything's great. And then they just don't talk to you. And then like for a few days, and then they like, oh, hi. And they like, oh, you just going to hop back up on my text like that? I think that that's not. And they're, oh, I'm so busy. Uh -uh. People make time for who they want to make time for. People will text. They will call. They will reply. They will do whatever they, in their power to, to do for people that they want to talk to. Never believe anyone who says they are too busy. It's bullshit. I'm like, when they're like, oh, I'm too busy. I'm like, did you take a shit today? Yeah. Oh, then you had time to text. You could have texted me while you were shitting. I don't care. That's like the best time to toilet time is the best time to get shit done, honey. You know what I mean? Like when don't believe anybody who says they're too busy. It is bullshit. It is absolute bullshit. That people will make time for people they want in their life. So like don't. Mm -mm, don't be that girl. Don't be that boy. You know what I mean? Like, ugh. Like, I just can't, like, if I'm, oh, this, oh my God. Also, when you're doing real good communication, if a man or woman makes you feel like you're disturbing him, do yourself a favor and never bother him again. I read that quote from Shitology. I had to write that one down. That was so good. Listen to that again. If a man makes you feel like you're disturbing him, do yourself a favor and never bother him again. Because, honey, you should never feel like you're disturbing your person that you want to be with. That person should want you in their life. And people that they want in their life, they'll make time for it. And if they're not, don't believe the bullshit. Walk away. Uh-uh. Boundary yourself up. Love yourself more than that. Self-respect. Here we go. Boom. You know what I mean? Drop those little spirit sprinkles all over you. I just can't with that. You know what I mean? Ugh. So, and lack of community. Yeah. It's going to, like, the next topic, Lord. Mm. Lack of communication about Sex, honey. Mm. Yep. That's what we're going to dive into next. But you're going to have to wait till next week on that one. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Oh, yes. Oh, the things lack of communication will do to that. Oh, and you're going to tune in for that, honey. They are. Oh, so there you go. There's that little piece. So my first two pillars. First and foremost, you've got to love yourself and you've got to be a complete human being on your own. And only then can you love another human being. And you also have to be excellent communicators with each other and with yourself. With phase one, pillar one, that you've got to communicate nothing but good things to yourself, positivity. What you think about, you bring about, okay? And you've got to communicate effectively with your partner. After you've mastered phase one, You've got to be an excellent, like you need a PhD in communication, hunty. That's exactly what you got to do. And don't put up with bad communication. Don't put up with bad communication from yourself. If you are a shitty communicator, read books on it. That's what I'm doing, honey. I'm trying to better myself like daily. And I don't know this stuff like, you know, I wasn't this person 10 years ago, but I've learned, you know, and it takes work. It takes work. And you've got to nail it because if you cannot communicate, then you cannot have a relationship. I'm sorry, but you just can't. 
So those two are very important. So hopefully you learned a little thing or two from my experiences. And that's, just, again, it's just my experience. I'm just dropping little nuggets here, like I always do. You can either take it or leave it, but hopefully you like it. And hopefully you've learned a little thing or, or 50. I know I did even just talking. I'm like, ooh, that's a good reminder for myself. You know, I always kind of make notes. Like I go through this and I'm like, okay, cool. Like I look, make little notes. And as I'm making notes, I'm like, ooh, you needed to, you needed to say that to yourself. You know, and some of these things I'm like, oh yeah, you need to work on that too. So anywho, I always enjoy hopping on here and talking to you guys. And the fact that you want to hear my voice for this long, I don't even know how long this episode is going to go. I'm like, whoops, we'll see. But it's good stuff. So I'm not going to edit it out. So it's fine. But I appreciate y'all tuning in. I'm here for you. And I um, just enjoy spilling the tea with you guys. And thank you for tuning in. And if you have not done so, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, which is Tea Time with Talks Josh. And if you're tuning in for the first time and you're like, who is this random kid? Because you found me on your podcast platform and you have no clue where I am and want to connect, Instagram it up, honey, at Talks Josh. And voila, there we are. So... Take a last little drop of my jasmine little orange tea here. Mm. And there's the last drop of that tea, sweetie.